Part 2 of Aristophanes' Lysistrata. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Now by all the gods we must let no agony deter us from duty. Back to your quarters. For we are base indeed, my friends, if we betray the oracle. She goes out. I'd like to remind you of a fable I used to employ when I was a little boy. How once through fear of the marriage bed of a young man, Melanian by the name, the wilderness ran, and there on the hills he dwelt, for hairs he wove a net, which with his dog he set. Most likely he's there yet. For he never came back home to greet the fear he felt. I loathe the sex as much as he, and therefore I know less shall be as chaste as was Melanian. Granam, do you much mind, man? Onions you won't need to cry. From my foot you shan't escape. What thick forests I espy. So much Maronides a feast speared, and thundering black back were feared. The foe fled when they were shown. Brave he is for me on. Well, I'll relay the rival fable just to show you a different point of view. There was a rough hewn fellow, Timon, with a face that clouded through a thorn bush in a wild, bleak place. He too decided on flight. This very fury sun, all the world ways to shun, and hide from everyone, spitting out curses on all the hellish men, to left and right. But though he feared this hate for men, he loved the women even then, and never thought the enemies. Oh, your jaw I'd like to break. That I fear, do you suppose? Learn what kicks my legs can make. Raise them up and you'll expose. Nay, you'll see there I engage. All is well kept despite my age, and tended smooth enough to slip from any adversary's grip. The Sistrata appears. Hello there. Hasten hither to me. Skip fast along. What is this? Why the noise? A man, a man. I spy a frenzied man. He carries love upon him like a staff. A lady of Cyprus, and Kithra, and Paphos. I beseech you, keep your minds and hands to the oath. Where is he? Whoever is he? He's by the temple of Chloe. Yes, now I see him, but who can he be? Look at him. Does anyone recognize his face? I do. He is my husband, Kinesius. You know how to work. Play with him. Lead him on. Seduce him with the cozening point. Kiss him. Kiss him. Then slip your mouth aside, just to see sure of it. Ungirdle every caress his mouth feels, and save that the oath upon the bowl was locked. You can rely on me. I'll stay here to help in working up his ardor to his height of vain magnificence. The rest of their quarters. Enter Canasius. Who is this that stands within our lines? I. A man? Too much man. Then be off at once. Who are you that thus ejects me? Guard for the day. By all the gods, then call Mirene hither. So, call Mirene hither. Who are you? I am her husband, Canasius, son of Anthros. Welcome, dear friend. That glorious name of yours is quite familiar in our ranks. Your wife continually has it in her mouth. She cannot touch an apple or an egg, but she must say, This is to Canisius. Oh, is that true? By Aphrodite it is. If the conversation strikes on men, your wife cuts with all our boobies by Canisius. Then call her here. And what am I to get? This, if you want it. See what I have here, but not to take away. Then I'll call her. Be quick, be quick, 
All grace is wiped from life since she went away. Oh, sad, sad am I. When I enter on that loneliness, and wine is unvintaged of the sun's flavor, and food is tasteless, but I've put on weight. I love him all so much, but he won't have it. Don't call me down to him. Sweet little Mirani, what do you mean, come here? Oh no, I won't. Why are you calling me? You don't want me. Not want you? With this weak old strength of love? Farewell. Don't go. Please don't go, Mirne. At least you'll hear our child. Call your mother, lad. Mommy! 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 There now. Don't you feel pity for the child? He's not been fed or washed for six days. I certainly pity him with so heartless a father. <laughs> Come down, my sweetest. Come for the child's sake. A giant life it is to be a mother. I suppose I better go. She comes down. How much younger she looks, how fresher and how prettier. Mirene, lift up your lovely face, your disdainful face, and your ankle. Though your scorn step out its worst, it only rubs me to more ardor here. Mirene, playing with a child. You're as innocent as he iniquitous. Let me kiss you, honey petting, Martha darling. How wrong to follow another woman's counsel and let loose all those throbbing voids in yourself, as well as in me. Don't you go throb, throb? Take away your hand. Everything in the house has been ruined. I don't care at all. The roosters are picking all your web to rags. Do you mind that? Not I. What time we've wasted, we might have drenched with Paphian laughter, flung on Aphrodite's mysteries. Oh, come here. Not till a treaty finishes the war. If you must have it, then we'll get it done. Do it, and I'll come home. Till then, I am bound. Well, can't your oath perhaps be got around? No, no. Still, I'll not say that I don't love you. You love me? Then, dear girl, let me also love you. You must be joking, the boy looking on. Here, Mares, take the child home. There, he's gone. There's nothing in the way now. Come to the point. Here in the open, in plain sight? In Pan's cave, a splendid place. Where shall I dress my hair again, before returning to the Sisera? You can easily primp yourself in the Clepsidra. But how can I break my oath? Leave that to me, I'll take the risk. Well, I'll make you comfortable. Don't worry, and as soon as lie on the grass. No, by Apollo, in spite of all your faults, I won't have you lying on the nasty earth. From here, Mirene keeps on going off to fetch things. Ah, how she loves me. Rest there on the bench while I arrange my clothes. Oh, what a nuisance. I must find some cushions first. Why some cushions? Please, don't get them. What? The plain hot hard wood? Never, by Artemis, that would be too vulgar. Open your arms. No, wait a second. Oh, then hurry back again. Eh? Here's the cushions are. Lying down while I... Oh dear, but what a shame. You need more pillows. I don't want them, dear. But I do. Thwarted affection mine, they treat you just like Heracles at a feast with Dannys of Dannys. Oh, disappointing arms. Raise your head. There. That's everything, at last. Yes, all. 
Then run to my arms, you golden girl. I'm loosening my girdle now. But you're not forgotten? You're not deceiving me about the treaty? No, by my life, I'm not. Why? You're, you have no blanket. It's not the silly blanket's worth, but yours I want. Never mind. You soon have both. I'll come straight back. The woman will choke me with her coverlets. Get up a moment. I'm up high enough. Would you like me to perfume you? By Apollo, no! By Aphrodite, I'll do it anyway. Lord Zeus, may she soon use up all her s the myrrh. Stress out your arm, take it, and rub it in. Hmm, it's not as fragrant as it might be. That is, not before it's smeared. It doesn't smell of kisses. How silly I am. I brought you Rhodian scent. It's good enough. Leave it, love. You must be jesting. Play wreck the man who first compounded scent. Here, take this flask. I'm before a better one. Don't tease me. Come here and get nothing more. I'm coming. I'm just drawing off my shoes. You sure you will vote for peace? I'll think about it. She runs off. I'm dead. A woman's worn me all away. She's gone and left me with anguish. An anguish pulse. Bolt in your amorous delight, how melancholy is your plight, with sympathy your case I view, for I am sure it is hard on you, what woman being could sustain, this unforeseen domestic strain, and not a single trace, of woman willing in the place. O oh Zeus, what throbbing suffering! She did it all, the harlot, she with her atrocious harlotry. Nay, rather call her darling sweet. What? Sweet? She's, She's a rude and wicked, wicked thing. thing. A wicked thing, as I repeat. Oh Zeus, oh Zeus, canst thou not suddenly let loose some twirling hurricane to tear her flapping up along the air, and drop her when she's whirled around, here to the ground, neatly impaled upon the stake, that's ready upright for her sake. He goes out. Enter Spartan Herald. What here gives the Senate and the Pyrtonies? I fetch dispatches for them. Are you a man or a monstrosity? My scrimp-brained lad, I am a herald, as ye see, who have come fra Sparta and enter peace. Then why do you hide your lance that sticks out under your arms? I've brought no lance. Then why do you turn aside and hold your cloak so far out from your body? Is your groin swollen with stress of travelling? By Castor, I'll swear the man is wood. Indeed, your cloak is wide, my rascal fellow. But I tell you no, in our fleering. Well, what is it then? It's my dispatch cane. Of course, a Spartan cane. But speak right out, I know all this too well. Are new privations springing up in Sparta? Ah, hard as can be, in lofty, lusty columns, our allies stand united. We mon get plain. Whence has this evil come? Is it from Pan? No. Lampedo first ran a sclint, then the others sprinted after her example and blocked the hizzies, their wames unscathed against our every fleet. What did you do? We are broken and bent double, limp like men carrying lanthorns in great winds about the city. They win and let us even with lightest neaf skin their primsy pretties, till we've concluded peace terms with a Hellas. So, the conspiracy is universal. This proves it. Then return to Sparta. 
Bid them send envoys with full powers to treat of peace, and I will urge the Senate here to choose plenipotentiary ambassadors as argument inducing this connection. I'm off. Your wisdom none could controvert. They retire. There is no beast, no rush of fire like woman so untamed. She calmly goes her way where even panthers would be shamed. And yet you are full enough, it seems, to dare the war with me. When for your faithful ally you might win me easily. Never could the hate I feel for womankind grow less. Then you have your will, but I'll take pity on your nakedness. For I can see just how ridiculous you look, and so will help you with your tunic if close by now may go. Well, that by Zeus of no scoundrel deed, I frankly will admit. I only took them off myself in a scandal raging fit. Now you look sensible, and that your men no one could doubt. If you were but good friends again, I'd take the insect out that hurts your eye. Is that what's wrong, that nasty, bitey thing? Please squeeze it out and show me what it is that makes this sting. It's been paining me a long while now. Well, I'll agree to that, although you're most unmannerly. What a giant gnat! Here, look, it comes from much you track horses. I can tell. Oh, thank you. It was digging out a veritable well. Now that it's gone, I can't hold back my tears. See how they fall. I'll wipe them off, bad as you are, and kiss you after all. I won't be kissed. Oh, yes, you will. Your wishes do not matter. Oh, oh botheration, take you all. How you cajole and flatter. I hell it is to live with you, to live without a hell. How truly was that said? But come, these enmities let's quell. You stop from giving orders, and I'll stop from doing wrong. So let's join ranks and seal our bargain with a choric song. Athenians, it's not our intention to sow political dissension by giving any scandal mention, but on the contrary, to promote good feeling in the state. By word and deed, we've had enough calamities of late. So let a man or woman by divulge, they need a trifle, say. Two minutes, three or four, I've purses here that bulge. There's only one condition made, indulge my whim in this, I pray. When peace is signed once more, on no account am I to be repaid. And I'm making preparation for a gay select collation. With some use of reputation, I've managed to produce some soup, and they're slaughtering for me a suckling pig. Its flesh should taste as tender as could be. I shall expect you at my house today. To the baths make an early visit, and bring your children along. Don't dawdle on the way. Ask no one. Enter as if the place was all your own. Yours henceforth it is. If nothing chances wrong, the door will then be shut, bang in your face. The Spartan ambassadors approach. Here, Here come the Spartan envoys with long worried beards. Hail Spartans, how do you fare? Did anything new arise? No need for clever words. Do you see our condition? The situation swells to greater tension. Something will explode soon. It's awful truly, but come let us with the best speed we may scribble a piece. I notice that our men, like wrestlers poised for contest, hold their clothes out from their bellies, an athlete's malady, since exercise alone can bring relief. 
Can anyone tell us where the Sakata is? There's no need to describe our men's condition. It shows up plainly enough. It's the same disease. Do you feel a jerking, throbbing in the morning? By Zeus, yes. These straits I'm racked all through. Unless peace is soon declared, we shall be driven to the void of women to try Clistodonies. Be wise and cover those things with your tunics. Who knows what kind of person may perceive you. By Zeus, you're right. By the twelve indeed you are. Let's put our tunics on. Hail, hail, oh my fellow sufferers, hail Spartans. Oh, in it, darling, what a wonderful thing, if they see us with our laughing wildies. Tell us then, Spartans, what brought you here? We come to trade a peace, well spoken there, and we the same. Let us call out Lysistrata, since she alone can sell the peace terms. Call out Lysistrata, too, if you don't mind. No, no, indeed. She hears your voices, and she comes. Enter Lysistrata. Hail, wonderful women! Now you must be in turn hard, shifting, clear, deceitful, noble, crafty, sweet, and stern. The foremost men of Hellas, smitten by your fascination, have brought their tangled quarrels here for your sole arbitration. An easy task if the love's raging homesickness doesn't start trying out how well each other will serve instead of us. But I know at once if they do. Oh, where's that girl? Reconciliation. Bring first before me the Spartan delegates, and see you lift no rude or violent hands, none of the curlish ways our husbands used. But lead them courteously, as women should. And if they grudge fingers, guide them by other methods, and introduce them with ready tact. The Athenians draw by whatever offers you a grip. Now, Spartans, stay here with me. Hear you, Athenians. Both hearken to my words. I am a woman, but I am not a fool. And what of natural intelligence I have has filled with, has been filled out with the remembered precepts of my father and the city elders taught me. First, I reproach you both sides equally when at Pylae and Olympia, at Pytho and many other shrines that I could name. You sprinkle from one cup the altars common to all Hellenes. Yet you rack Hellenic cities, bloody Hellas with the deaths of her own sons, while yonder clangs the gathering menace of barbarians. We cannot, we cannot hold it in much, much longer, longer now. Now unto you, O Spartans, do I speak. Do you forget how your own countryman, Pericletius, once came hither suppliant before our altars, pale in his purple robes, praying for an army when in Messenia danger growled and the sea god made earth quiver? Then with four thousand hoplites Chimon marched and saved all Sparta. Yet base ingrates now, you're, you're ravaging the soil with your preservers. By Zeus they do great wrong, Lysistrata. Great wrong indeed. Oh, what a luscious wench. And now I turn to the Athenians. Have you forgotten, too, how once the Spartans, in days when you wore slavish tunics, came and with their spears broke the Thessalian host and all the partitions of Hippias? They alone stood by your soldier on that day. They freed you so that for the slave's short skirt you should wear the cl trailing cloak of liberty. Oh, I've, I've never, never seen, seen a nobler woman, woman anywhere. before. Nor I was with such prettily jointed hips. hips. Now, brethren trined with mutual benefactions, can you still war? Can you suffer such disgrace? Will you not be friends? What is there to prevent you? We agree, we, again, I, we get this tempting mole. Which one? That thing we've, we've wanted to get, get into, into for our time. Pilots, of, of course. course.
by Poseidon. Poseidon. Never. Never. Give it up. Then what, what will, will we do? do? We, we need, need that ticklish place united to us. Ask for some other lurking hole in return. Then I will we'll choose this snug thing, thing here. Echinus. Shall we call the nestling spot and this backside haven these desirable twin promenades, the malic, and of course these Magyaran legs? Not that, surely not that, never that. Agree, now what are two legs more or less? I want to strip at once and plow my land. And mine I want to fertilize at once. And so, so you can, when peace is once declared. If you mean it, get your allies' heads together and come to some decision. What, what allies? allies? There's, There's no, no distinction in our politics. politics. We've risen as one man to this conclusion. conclusion. Every, Every ally is jumping mad to drive it home. And ours, ours is the same for sure. The Christians first, I'll add on that. I agree with all of you. Now off and cleanse yourselves for the Acropolis, for we invite you all into a supper with our commissariat baskets. There at table you will pledge good behavior and uprightness, that each man's wife is his to hustle home. Come, Come as quickly as possible. As quick as you like, lead on. Zeus, quick, quick, lead quickly on. They hurry off. Broidered stuffs on high I'm heaping. Fashionable cloaks and sweeping. Trains not even gold gods keeping. Take them all, I pray you, take them all. I do not care. And take your children, your daughter, if the basket she's to bear. Come, every one of you, come in and take of this rich hoard to share. Knots tied so skillfully, but you and seal I can break. And plunder all you spy inside, I've laid out all that I can spare. And therefore you will see, nothing less than I, your sharper eyed. If lacking corn a man should be, while his slaves clamor hungrily, and his excessive progeny, and I have a handful of grain at home which is always to be had. And to which in fact a more than life-size loaf I'd gladly add. They let the poor bring with them bag or sack, and take this store of food. Mine is my man, I'll tell, to help them all to pack. Their wallets full, but oh, take care, I have forgotten. Don't intrude, or terrified you'll yell. My dog is hungry too, and bites beware. Some loungers from the market with torches approach the banqueting hall. The porter bars their entrance. Open the door. Here, move along. What's this? You're sitting down. Shall I sign you with the, my torch? That's vulgar. Oh, I couldn't do it. Yet, if it would gratify the audience, I'll modify myself. And I will too. We'll both be crude and vulgar. Yes, we will. Be off at once now or you'll be waiting dirges for your hair. Get off at once and see you don't disturb the Spartans' envoys just coming out from the splendid feast they've had. The banqueters begin to come out. I've never known such a pleasant banquet before. And what delightful fellows the Spartans are. We are warm with wine. How wise we are. That's only fair. Since sober, we're such fools. This is the advice I'd give the Athenians. See, our ambassadors are always drunk and friendly for when we visit Sparta sober. Then we're on the alert for trickery all the while, so that we miss half of the things they say and misinterpret things that were never said, and then report the muddle back to Athens. But now we're charmed with each other. They might cap with the Telamon catch instead of the Clytagora, and we'd applaud and praise them just the same. We're not too scrupulous in weighing words. Why, here the rascals come again to plague me. 
Won't you move on, you sorry loafers there? Yes, yes by, by Zeus. Zeus. They're already coming out. Now, now hey dearest, please take up your pipe, pipe that I may try a spring and sing my best in honor of all the Athenians on our sails. I take your pipe. By all the gods, there's nothing could glad my heart more than to watch you dance. Let thy fire storm these yonkers, over tongue with stormy ecstasy. My muse that knows all these and theirs, how when at sea the navy swooped upon, the maids are termizion. Gods for their courage did they strike, reaching a triumph for their foes. What Thermopylae, Leonidas Armist stood, while boars they were, like wild boars with threat, the terrible tough sweat. The sweat ran streaming down each twisted face, and blossoming air spring petals of death, panted fiery mortal breath. The sweat drenched out their bodies with that place, for the holy burial Persians glittered more than sands on the shore. Come, hunting girl, hear my prayer. You whose arrows whizzed in woodlands come and bless, theirs we swear. Let us be fenced with age-long enmity, and let his bonds together firm through thee. In heavenly happiness, and swath no gal through perjury be sane. Oh, hither, hither, oh, oh, wild wood queen. Earth is delighted now, peace is the voice of the earth. Spartans, sort out your wives, Athenians, yours. Let each catch hands with his wife and dance his joy, dance out his thanks, be grateful in music, and promise reformation with his heels. Oh, oh dancers, forward, lead out the graces, call Artemis out, then a brother, the dancer of the skies, that gracious Apollo, invoke with a shout, Dionysus, out of whose eyes, break fire on the minds of follow, and Zeus with his flares, a quick lightning, and call, happy Hera, queen of all, and all the diamond sun and the vivid bee, witnesses of our revelry, and of the noble peace we have made, Aphrodite, you cry for victory, leap! Oi, by me, leap! Oi, 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 give us the music for this sang, leap in the game, lovely, lofty, tigerless, fill us by muse, it us to greet us, and will our current voices arise, or unclean part of the prize. And tender us gallant sons whose days along the altar's banks merrily pass, and our thin old house of brass. Now the dance begin, dance making swell your friends are worthy skin, while we join voices and their spatter their rejoices. Ah, beautiful song, and loves to see, says tangled beautifully. The girls of Penguins, along your rotos banks, like Wanty's Philly's song, followed there, and like Bacchantus, thinking through the wild air, to come with giddy laughter through the air. Bacchantes had clinched their sea as they swept, the ecstatic lip, and in the light of come, a holy nimble graceful queen. Leave thou the dance, gather thy joyous dresses of upy bonds, and play like a fun. To madden them, clap the hands, sing praise to the warrior goddess, temple the islands, are thou surprised. End of Aristophanes Lysistrata, performed merrily by the Classics Drama Company at DePaul.